Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, November 28th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. As we alluded to yesterday, I am on my own today because last night I went and saw the national tour of Hello, Dolly! starring the great Tony-winning legend Betty Buckley and my guest from last week's special episode, two-time Tony nominee Louis J. Stadlin. The show is great and in fantastic shape, and I really, really loved everybody in it. One thing, it is a little different, the feel of it from the Broadway version. I don't think it is necessarily, it has as much fun and joy as it did on Broadway when I saw it with Donna Murphy, but Betty brings um, a little extra gravitas to the role of Dolly, which is which is interesting and definitely kind of offsets that fun that, that Donna had. Now, they're both great and, and wonderful in their own ways, but it is a, a different approach, and I think Lewis mentioned it the other uh, last week when we had the episode on Thanksgiving that because they're a little older than Dolly and Horace normally are, that it brings a different perspective to the roles, and I definitely think you can see that. But highly recommend if you're in or around Central Florida, go see the show at the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts. Um, the cast is fantastic. I, I should have had my playbill here, but. Um, Really, they're all they're all great. So uh, go, definitely go see it when it's here in Florida through December, and then over in the desert and in California after the first of the year. Anyway, I apologize for getting this show out a little late. Dolly's a long show, and uh, your boy needs a sleep. I'm getting old. I can't get by on four or five hours anymore. But anyway, trust me, it'll be worth the wait because if you remember on yesterday's show, I said that I thought that there would be quite a few more announcements coming up this week on the heels of well, head over heels closing. And we got a lot of them yesterday. Let's start with the Hudson Theater, where Head Over Heels will be wrapping up its run in January, as yesterday we got confirmation of what I had speculated about for months, that the previously announced revival of Lanford Wilson's Burn This will open in that house this very spring, with performances starting on the Ides of March ominous, uh, with an April 16th opening. Now, we already knew that three-time Emmy nominee Adam Driver and Golden Globe winner and Emmy nominee Carrie Russell would be leading the production, but yesterday we learned something that I had been hinting at for months, uh, because I knew this was coming. Uh, definitely talked about this quite a bit um, when he was announced to be joining the cast of The Band's Visit, but two-time Tony nominee Brandon Uranowitz will be a part of the Michael Mayer-directed show, as will Tony nominee David Furr. All of the pre-sales start today, if, so if you have an American Express, get on that now. If not, get all of the details for when you can get tickets other ways in the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. Now, it fits that we started uh, with that one since Burn This is replacing Head Over Heels, which we talked about closing earlier this week, but that was also the first major announcement we got yesterday, chronologically, but it was far from the only one. As Miss Cleo foretold months ago, Hades Town, currently playing at the National Theater, will make that quick turnaround from London to New York as it will begin performances on Broadway at the Walter Kerr Theater beginning on March 22nd with an April 17th opening. Now, if you remember when they announced the cast for the National, I predicted that the show would have not one, but two actors 
win Tony Awards. In fact, I said at least two, depending on how they categorize uh, and classify everybody between lead and, uh, and featured. Well, they haven't announced the cast for the Broadway transfer yet officially, but I would be really surprised if there was if there was much of any change in the cast from from the UK to New York, given that there will be less than two months between the end of the run at the National and performances beginning at the Kerr, and that includes whatever month of rehearsal or three weeks of rehearsal they do before they go to Broadway. But Officially, casting and ticketing information for the Broadway production will be announced shortly, and I would imagine very shortly. <laughs> uh, no inside information there, but I can't imagine they would wait too, too long. Now, of course, the London production stars Reeve Carney, Eva Noble Zada, Andre De Shields, and my two presumptive Tony frontrunners, Patrick Page and Amber Gray. I also think that Rachel Chavkin is in great shape to get the Tony that she was robbed of for Great Comet. Now, those two things are super exciting, but wait, there's more. Unfortunately, the more is not as good of news as those first two stories, as yesterday it was confirmed that the Tony-winning revival of Once on This Island will close up shop at the Circle in the Square Theater on January 6th, when it will have played 29 previews and 458 performances. Like I said with Head Over Heels the other day, if somehow you haven't had a chance to see this show yet, please don't let it close without experiencing it. The last five minutes of Once on this Island are a little troubling, if I'm going to be honest, but overall, it is such a beautifully told tale with fantastic performances. Many of the original cast are still with it. Um, Michelle Williams, Destiny's Child, not Dawson's Creek, is is, is going to be in the show too, um, and even though it hasn't recouped and likely won't, um, I'm really glad that it's had over a year run and so many people have gotten a chance to see this really, really wonderful show. They did announce a national tour all the way back in February and in the closing announcement confirmed that this would uh, is scheduled to launch in the fall of 2019. Of course, I'm hesitant to you know buy into that because A, I'm just not sure if that'll happen a year from now, but B, I, I'm also curious as to how that will work going from an in-the-round somewhat environmental performance to the more traditional touring houses. Um, I don't know, maybe it won't go to the traditional touring houses, maybe it'll play in different venues um, across the country, but I am optimistic with uh, director Michael Arden that he can figure something out because he really is a genius. Now, turning our attentions to what could replace it at Circle in the Square, uh, from what I'm being told, there is nothing officially lined up for there yet, but there have been a lot of discussions, including some surveys sent out about Sexy Oklahoma, which recently closed at St. Anne's Warehouse, transferring into that space, considering that it is done in a similar in the round um, fairly environmental way uh, when it was at St. Anne's uh, this fall. I've also heard that there was interest in bringing in either the same sex Oregon Shakespeare Festival production of Oklahoma or the Denver Theater Center's all African-American production of the show to Broadway in one form or another. So we'll see what happens. There have also been surveys sent out to folks about transferring the classic stage company's production of Carmen Jones, which was also done in the round. Now, I realize that this is likely not economically feasible and really has no chance of happening because of all the different people involved in the different productions, but I'm on record as saying that I think that they should do Daniel Fish's Sexy Oklahoma and John Doyle's minimalist Carmen Jones in rep at Circle in the Square, just because I, I enjoy is a difficult word for me to say about Sexy Oklahoma. Um, I really enjoyed 
about 85% of, of that Oklahoma, 15% I have issues with, but I loved Carmen Jones and I would love the chance to be able to see both of those productions uh, again to appreciate the great things about them both and to maybe wrap my head around the things I didn't like about Oklahoma again. But anyway, time will tell and I assume that we'll find out what will be going into Circle in the Square fairly soon. Okay, folks, we've uh, got some other quick news that I wanted to share with you before we headed off for today. First, yesterday it was announced that Tony nominee Christine Nielsen will join Nathan Lane and Andrea Martin and Lucas Hanath's Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, at the Booth Theater this spring. Directed by George C. Wolfe, the show will begin performances on March 5th. That is going to be a ridiculously fun cast. Um, moving from stage to screen, we also got some interesting news yesterday that EGOT winner Rita Moreno has reportedly joined Steven Spielberg's upcoming remake of West Side Story. And though I was hoping that she would be returning to her Oscar-winning role of Anita, because why not? Um, apparently, she's going to be playing Valentina. Now you might say, I don't remember. I know West Side Story pretty well. I don't remember Valentina in, the, in, in West Side Story. You would be correct, because that is apparently going to be an expanded version of the character formerly known as Doc. Okay. Um, she will also be executive producing the film uh, in conjunction with all the other producers. Now, I have zero problem with Doc being made into a woman or with that part being expanded, because really that part is kind of an amalgamation of a number of uh, different parts from Romeo and Juliet. Um you know, kind of uh, the apothecary, uh, the Friar Lawrence, and even the nurse. So I'm fine with that. The one thing that I'm curious about, and it's not a problem, is I'm just curious as to how they're going to have a Latino woman playing the part that is kind of the confidant and not on the side of, but, you know, tends to be a part of the community of the white jets. So I think that'll be a really interesting thing to see how they do, is that's fairly far afield from what we're used to seeing from this show, so we're going to have to wait and see what Tony Kushner does with that script. Next up, did you see that Bill and Hillary Clinton went and saw Torch Song over the weekend? Well, if you did and you were like, hey, I'd really like to go see a play with Bill and Hillary Clinton. Well, let's leave Bill at home because Hillary is giving people a chance to go and see a Broadway show with her. If you donate to her organization Onward Together, you can win a chance to not only see a Broadway play with her, but then you get to have a glass of wine with her afterwards to discuss it. Do you think she'd be up to seeing Hillary and Clinton this spring? It's got a great cast. Laurie Metcalf, John Lithgow? No? Anyway, all of the details for this opportunity will be in the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. And finally, if you don't follow our friend Andrew Bradis, multiple-time guest on different Broadway radio shows, one, how dare you, and two, you missed out on a fantastic thread yesterday that involves him writing a script for a Hallmark Christmas movie starring Patty Murin, Patty Murin, and Patty Murin. It was such a good idea, in fact, that no less than Lin-Manuel Miranda, Kristen Anderson-Lopez, Lawrence O'Keefe, Nell Benjamin, Bonnie Milligan, Casey Cott, Patty's husband Colin Donnell, and more have all jumped in to help, and the Hallmark Channel has also expressed interest. Now, this was all mainly a joke and a bunch of friends having a goof together, but I'm not 100% sure that this isn't something that might potentially happen down the road with all of that interest. Um, it was really funny, though. Uh, so if you go over to the show notes, first off, follow Andrew, um, but then go over to the show notes, read the threads. I've got a couple of them as they branched off in different directions uh, in the show notes. It's uh, a, a lot of fun and normal Twitter hilarity. So 
Anyway, if you would like information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at broadwayradio.com. And thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. I believe James and I will be back uh, on Thursday to uh, get you into the latter half of the week. And until then, have a good day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.